Hello, it's Vikas Pota, Chairman of the Vaki Foundation. You are listening to a session from our Global Education and Skills Forum, a place where leading politicians, businesses, philanthropists, activists, and of course, the world's best teachers share, debate, and discover new ways for education to transform our world. Keep the global conversation going and share your thoughts on the topics discussed with the hashtag GESF. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for coming. Um, I just want to start this presentation by uh, asking you just a question, how skills uh, look like without integrity. And the question is just not answerable because whatever we get educated or uh, having a lot of skills, if we don't have sincerely uh, enough integrity and honesty to work with it, the impact will be really very slow. Uh, growing up in Mali, one of the poorest countries in Africa and in the world, of course, and rural area, I faced a lot of challenges going to school. And back now, to be able to have scholarships and uh, studying at Stanford University or being selected as the inaugural Obama Fellow was one of the biggest um, realization for me. But right now, what is the situation in Mali and where kids are even not going to school because of strikes and a lot of problems linked between teachers and government and also a lot of other factors which prevent them to go to school. So yeah, it is essential for uh, students now to learn more about skills to get educated but is really also essential to teach them and the link side about what is uh, uh, skills with integri uh, integrity and honesty and also to imagine how we can er educate people with more moral values added to what we can call about uh, integrity. So the challenges we, we faced doing this is uh, what we call the the triple challenges and the challenges are much more about uh, materials growth where we don't care definitely about what the materials come from and how we 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 get to celebrate we, we get to celebrate them and specifically in my context people um, when they steal money and get corrupt they redistribute this wealth to religious leaders and uh, community leaders so they kind of get them to get the same the same size of them and support them, even that the money is not, the wealth is not coming from the right, the right, the right things and the right position. The second uh, challenge we face in such kind of situation is uh, when we have uh, people who don't trust really the system because they find themselves in a context where um, the wealth is not where shared and also the, the understanding that the government and uh, whatever happening is a corrupt system, they don't trust the system. And one of the most illustrations of that is uh, the, the past elections in Mali, which has happened just a couple of months ago in 2018, about 18 millions of people, we just got the president elected by less than 2 million votes. So this can tell you figures how people don't trust the system and they don't participate and they really don't get engaged about what is um, education or whatever system we, we, we try to do. Uh, the second triple, the last uh, challenge I, I mentioned it here is uh, the trained settlers about rather than 
put public servants in front of uh, the earnings and the most valuable things. So the idea is um, how we can get not trendsetters, but officials, government officials and teachers to get the statues back and to make them worth and work with the integrity and honesty to make their work valuable so we can have the most impact uh, in the field. So is uh, the solution we, we come up this more closely to what Viking Foundation is trying to do uh, by celebrating um, the civil servants, the teachers, by giving them an annual prize which celebrate their work, the hard work during the entire world. So our program is uh, Integrity Idol, Integrity Idol which first objective is to identify and celebrate the official, the civil servants working for the government and through them the teachers in the system. And how we do this, the program started in uh, 2014 and now spreading all around different parts in the world, like happening in Nepal, Pakistan, uh, Niger, Nigeria, South Africa. And the first objective is to get citizens engaged and participate about uh, their work and uh, to give them the opportunity to identify and celebrate and name them and, sh and name and fame uh, teachers who are doing great jobs uh, in the field, even not sometimes with a not existing living condition. Sometimes we meet teachers deep inside the country without running water, without light, but they just be sure kids are going to school. They, they take things like, you understand, they really don't expect not recognition for nobody, not any specific recognition or media or whatever. They just realize they are from these communities or they are from this country and they understand the importance of kids for going to school. So they be sure even not taking care about how much they are paid or how much they are not paid. So they, one of the other objectives of the program is how we arrive to inspire the younger generation. Because when you don't have role models in the system, it will be very headache for you to say, I want to be this person. And teacher statues in my country right now, in Mali, is not something kids or the, the next generation want to identify through them. Even as they're working hard and they're making things um, go through the best way they can. So inspiring the younger generation is one of the, the main and the, the main objective we, we, we want to, to realize through this project, Integrity Idol. And also is about how we can shift the conversation by role modeling, like identifying them among thousands of other people, the ones who are really understanding and use their own and individual responsibility by managing public staff. In Mali now, public education is something, one of the poorest in the, in the continent. And uh, I'm here, and also, since months now, kids are not just going to school, because the, the teachers' unions and uh, fighting against the government to get other statues, which is different about what they have right now, according to other civil, civil servants in the country. And we try to build a network of uh, these good doers in the system. And the Integrity Idol, at the end of uh, every single uh, year, we identify the ones who are doing well, but from uh, nominations from people, from citizens from all around the country. And then we narrow down to the top five, 
we film them, we put them on TV, and people can vote for their favorite. And then we realize, because we send camera and TV stations to the places these teachers and other civil servants are working, so people can see and realize their working condition, and realize the way they are working. And we can ask them questions why they have decided to live in this area without no electricity, without no running water, without AC, without any living condition, you can say, this is why I'm going to work in this area. So they, they speak directly about their experience. So they come like from bottom of the society as they're considered. We take them to the highest level to make them rock stars. And they are on TV all around, national TV on satellite. And we organize an annual gala. This is uh, uh, one of the gala we celebrated on December 9th, which is the, the, uh, the International Date Against Corruption. So we celebrate them. They meet the officials of the government, the ambassadors, and international NGOs to make them feel really proud and to recognize their merit and the work they're doing every day to support uh, education and, and, and students. And the next generation modeling mind, this is one of the most important things because for now, it's, it's pretty easier and, uh, to realize what, is, what could be the damage of uh, not let kids go into school or having better education. So now we realize is we may have professors or teachers from the highest school, from the biggest schools ever around the world with the highest degrees, but if they're really not aware about their responsibility and understanding the importance of education in a country like Mali, things will never move forward. So to bring students and the next generation to realize what is the importance of education and also to have uh, skills accompanying with, uh, with values, moral values, is the key to have impact on what they're trying to do or what we, they want to change in their communities. The practical um, pedagogical tool we try uh, also to develop and the next level is in behind the, the network we want to create through these good doers of the system is also create like integrity schools where we try to get uh, programs done with uh, different institutions of the, the country like judges sector to get them realize uh, how is important to implement accountability and also uh, integrity on what they do because they may have the as I say they may have the, the highest degrees if they're not moral valued oriented, they will be, they will not be doing really something important in their life. So integrity idol is what is all about that. And uh, I think the time is, uh, is, uh, is here. So I'm open for your questions for understanding and else. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, do you really need to have a moral compass, a moral sense to be um, beneficial to the human society? The moral? Do you really need a moral compass, as you put it, that without morality, even a degree, with a, with a degree but without morality, you're uh, detrimental to the human world? But do you really need morality? to be, for example, a physicist or a chemist or a biologist? Yeah, definitely. Um, 
do you understand is uh, it's pretty easier uh, to get to get diplomas or to be in the the biggest schools, but however you are educated and however skills you may have, if you are not honest or you don't work with integrity, you will not have a lot of impact in the field, and especially when you are a teacher, or especially when you are working in education sector, because it, it goes behind what you can just expect as, uh, as, uh, as knowledge. That's why it's important to be, to, to accompany like knowledge, expertise, skills with moral values. Because as I say, integrity is doing the right things when no one is watching you. So you don't need to do things like people watching you now, but how to make things happen according to your own expertise and your knowledge and your skills. Thanks. Hi, Craig Lamshed, GEMS. Uh, firstly, congratulations. Sounds like an amazing program, so you should be congratulated on that. I'm just curious, how do you know where to put your efforts for the next? I mean, you spoke about the, uh, the politicians and you spoke about the judges. What's the next focus for you in terms of that you think has the most impact to give you success? What, what area of work are you going to focus on next? Yeah, um, the next, the, the area of specifically is uh, to make these folks understand they are powerful even they, have, they don't have money or they are not wealth. Because when you go to work in civil servants, you, you go to work for the government, is a choice, is a choice, right? So how you can use your expertise, your knowledge to serve people and not taking bribe from people by doing your job for what you paid by the government. This is a big difference. So the next thing is to, to make students and uh, certainly and surely the next generation to understand they can be respected, they can be recognized, they can be celebrated as superstars, whatever they want, without being corrupt or without being the corruption system. And how we can support mentally and physically as a civil, civil society organization, uh, these civil servants who, are, who have decided to work with integrity and honesty. Because they are in the position and they are working in the places where is really sometimes even not possible to go there. Not lack of road, not lack of infrastructures, lack of, uh, you can even not imagine. So I would just say not existing living condition. I personally, I met a couple of persons, they've been working in this education sector and they were just in charge of uh, four schools and he was doing the same four schools every day to be sure every teacher is in the classroom, the kids are in classroom when the kids are not here and could spend months even not get a salary because to get a salary, he was obliged to, to move, to travel like two days or three days to the big city to get the salaries. But these three or four days, working days, he would not be doing the third to supervise the schools. So for that, he prefers staying there and doing the, the really, the smallest living way and status to make things happen. Uh, do you think, considering that you think morality is so important, how do you think morality can be taught or how do you think morality as um, uh, an emotion can be uh, passed on to other people if they lack morality or if they lack certain morals that we believe are necessary to be successful in life? This is a great question actually. Um, when, you when you look at kids growing up, 
you ask a kid what you want to be, a girl or a boy would just say, I want to be like my dad or I want to be like my mom. Because they are the true inspirations of the kids. So now the most challenging things we have, we don't have role models in our communities. The ones who is respected is the most corrupt ones who shared his money with other influential people in the same communities. So it's like people are celebrating the fake ones. But the good one is not really, even not recognize what the work, the work is doing. So by taking these persons in front of cameras, they can express their stories and say why myself I have decided to do this. Is it being the corrupt system where I could get and being rich, having houses in Canada or whatever, riding biggest cars? He decided to be in this position. And if he is recognized by the community, because the selection, the nomination of these idols comes from population, not from, from us. They are the ones who nominated or selected every single civil servant and teachers from what they are doing, the way they are serving communities at the basement. So it's the change which we are trying to attain from bottom, bottom up. So the kids to understand there is another way they have another option. They are not obliged to stay in the corrupt, the corrupt system, but they can bring change because they are like the victims of the corruption today and the lack of integrity. Because when you have schools who are not built or schools without... I've seen a lot of presentations here. When we are in next level, how to, to combine tech to education, right? So in my context, we are challenging to have reading books because you will sometimes find some regions or places where what is supposed to be given to students are just sold out outside. So if the head of this department, of the head of this region is, is working with integrity and honesty and understand as on and responsible and on or responsibility as a person, as an individual, he will never do this. Because he will understand that if I sell a book outside which is supposed to be given to a kid, I will prevent this kid to all the knowledge to be in this kid. When you take the figures, it's like close to 60%. Of 60% and less kids who, when they start going to school, they're obliged to stop schooling to support their family. Otherwise, in farms or whatever you want. But they will not get the higher level. And even the, the education, like secondary and uh, lower education, is supposed to be free in Mali. So when you see this gap, how it is challenging to get these people recognized who decided by themselves, not because there is camera, not because somebody is watching, but they understand their own responsibility to manage public things is the most important to inspire the other ones, the younger ones, they say you have another option to make things move from your own community, not even not the entire country. So, so I think what you're saying is, I'm Maggie, I'm Gems, uh, Saudi. I um, think it's important, this idea of data and the how we present data and also how as when people get into positions of authority, they tell their story. Because we've sp spoken a lot today about personal stories. And I think that the people in the positions of, that are role models should say, not, 
I went to Durham University, I got a first-class degree, they should be talking about their behaviours and how those behaviours were based in integrity and, you know, actually making sure that morally they've done the right things themselves and that they got to those positions by doing the right thing, not by necessarily getting the right qualifications. So the whole idea of the PISA, if you take PISA and then put in emotional well-being and integrity and moral, you reverse the positions of the countries. So I think those sort of strong data and people in those positions, they've got to pick up the mantle and tell their personal stories where they're saying that integrity and moral education was the thing that got them to there they were, not necessarily what qualifications they got. Thanks so much. Sorry, me again. I'm curious, you're raising the profile of the people with integrity, which is, which is great. How do you deal with the conflict between that and the people who you are managing that don't have integrity, that have the power? Because if you're raising the profile of someone, is there the fear that these other people go, well, hang on, they're becoming quite powerful and I don't like that. So how do you manage that, that conflict? Yeah, uh, this is actually a great question because we have uh, volunteers through all around the country, right? And sometimes we even get very aggressive, uh, like from people who we even not talk to them. Like, you are corrupt, we don't talk to you. You're not our problem. We even not, like, say, you're doing good, you're not doing good. It's a very positive conversation. And the conversation is making people the centered of their own decision. And through young people, the next generation I just mentioned it. I can say I'm the luckiest one because I'm even not from Bamako. And imagine I tell them it's possible because I've been, I understand. And now, you know, when they say it's possible, it can make things change. And I'm living in Bamako. And when you meet such kind of officials in the system who are working with the Range Rover, biggest car, they just get angry when you heard about your, your story. But we don't talk to them. But and fortunately, until now, we have not been like physically attacked. But we, we heard a lot of our comment, negative approach. But we understand the change is something very like you have to be smart because when you face you face the reality and want to change it, you have people who are ready to kill for it because they live with the advantage of this system. But the way is to create new and innovative approach to make that reality obsolete. So they will be obliged to follow, otherwise to, dis to disappear. But it's not a fight. We don't face them. We try to find our creative way to engage more people. Like from 2016, we started in Mali. E each year, we have five persons. The ones who get um, elected the idol of 2018, he has been Minister of Justice. Before that, he was magistrate in the, one of the highest court, tri, uh, tri, uh, justice court in Mali. And for now in the history, he has been one, the first to resign from justice system because he, he made a decision. He received calls from his uh, bosses, like, you have to change this because the person you say is, is, is one of our friends. He said, I cannot do this. They say, you have to do it because he said, no, and he resigned. And the entire country is worried about that. So such kind of person, we need to, to encourage him to say, you are not alone in this fight. Because he resigned in Mali is like, 
oh, what will be my next position? How will, will I get a salary or get paid? So this is a huge challenge. So when they have such kind of network around them, they understand when I do something today, for sure it will be none, and the right decision will be, will be taken. So yes. Yeah, um, I just, I think we, we're already here, and thank you so much for, for your time and your attention. And uh, yeah, let's, keep, let's uh, get the teacher to the next status. Thanks so much.